Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life. And for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. In this episode, we are going to talk with a long-term care insurance specialist about how business owners can protect their nest egg from the unexpected. But before we do that, let's hear from our show sponsors, Baker Tilly, Sunbelt Business Advisors, and Village Bank. At advisory and accounting firm Baker Tilly, we serve as value architects to help companies enhance and protect their value as they prepare to exit their business. Our team utilizes a rigorous approach to guide business owners through their transition, and we work with your other advisors to coordinate all aspects of a successful exit plan. Visit us at bakertilly.com to see how we can help. Baker Tilly, now for tomorrow. You wouldn't go deep sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs? If you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business, Village Bank would like to welcome you to their village. Village Bank is an entrepreneur's bank built by an entrepreneur for entrepreneurs. Village is ready to help businesses grow and make a community strong. If you want a bank that understands what it takes to build something special and puts relationships first, connect with Village. Follow Village Bank on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit www.villagebankonline.com. Dot bank. Again, that's villagebankonline.bank. It takes a village to accomplish business goals. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with Ruth Fay, a long-term care specialist with Versatile Insurance Services. Ruth, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Julie. I appreciate yeah. you having me on here today. Yeah, there's, wonderful. it's awesome. I, this topic is so important, you know, as the population ages, um, you know, you and I both work with business owners and... I think that there's, you know, some some common misconceptions, right, when it comes to long-term care, mm-hmm. what it is. And so we're going to clear that up today, right? 
Perfect. That's yeah. exactly what we're, we're doing. Yeah. So, I think that it's really not at the top of the list for a lot of business owners, unfortunately, but hopefully after today it will be, and we're going to get as deep as we can on this subject because it's so, so, so important. But before we do that, could you just give us like a 60, 90 second snippet of, of your background and how you got into this? Sure. Thanks for asking. First of all, thank you again for inviting me today. Um, so I started in the insurance business. Who thought they would, right? Uh, back in 1991, but I spent uh, the bulk of that time in insurance. Uh, the last 20 years really in long-term care. And that's where I really started to feel uh, the need for people that are aging and, and, and the costs that it really can do. And I've seen personally how it can wipe out people's lives. And mm. I really got passionate about around long-term care. And I've seen it through the industry's changed a lot. And I think the products have improved a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of misconceptions. But I've been doing this about 30 years in the insurance mm-hmm. world. Uh, but really in long-term care, the last 20 of those 30 years. So wow. with various, mostly major insurance ca- carriers, but then in the last year or two, more um, in, on a personal level, uh, selling directly to clients, working directly with clients, helping them solve okay. their needs. And so then your role with Versatile Insurance is to be the resident expert on long-term care insurance for their agencies and their agents. Right. Because with Versatile Insurance, too, we work with a lot of business owners, as you know, because we work together on other things. Mm -hmm. And the biggest, one of the biggest pieces is that with a business owner, long-term care is probably one of the most missed opportunities, simply because they're going along, we're making a lot of planning, you know, as you talk about in your book. And and we, we have all these plans in place, but what if... What mm-hmm. if an extended care event happens? And I'm here to talk to them about, you know, what do you want that to look like? Mm-hmm. Because it can happen in a lot of ways. Do you want it to be what you want it to look like? Or is it going to happen um, where you've got thousands and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. just being exhausted out of your business when that didn't have to happen if right. there was a plan? Well, that um, that resonates with me um, from there's an aspect or a term that we use in the exit planning industry called the five D's, which you're probably familiar with being in insurance. And it's death, divorce, disagreement, disaster, disability, mm-hmm. right? And when we talk about long-term care insurance, we're talking about disability, mm-hmm. right? And some can be short-term, some can be long-term. So you and I were talking about before the show started, when it comes to long-term care insurance, how do you use that in a disability situation when maybe it's not long-term? Yeah, so so what's nice about so long-term care insurance is actually it, it's a policy that provides help if you need help with activities of daily living, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Now, the term long-term care is kind of a misnomer because if you literally are in a situation where maybe you have a, let's say you're a business owner, you're going along and everything's going great and now you have a stroke. And now that stroke is pretty devastating, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it just disables you and it might disable you for a period of time. You may recover. Long-term care, as long as you cannot perform two out of your six activities of daily living, it literally will will start paying benefits. And you can turn that on and off. It really just has an elimination period Mm. or a deductible period. Once that deductible's met, those those benefits then are available to you. Okay. So you can use it for a short time and then at that point, and, and by the way, disability insurance, of course, is meant to replace income. Mm-hmm. Long-term care insurance is meant to replace those costs like, you know, they're just the daily costs of uh, custodial types of care that you're going to need to help improve, Yes, which really you don't, you need your income for, for, for your cost of living. So this right. is really beside that. It's aside mm-hmm. from that. So it's yeah. great. That, that's a great differentiator because I think that a lot of people, and I don't believe this, but I do know people who do believe that, well, if I have disability insurance, I probably don't really need long-term care insurance because I'm too young. Mm-hmm. 
And (laughs) so let's talk about that. Like what, what, when, when you were, when we're thinking about ideal age Mm -hmm. for whether you're a business owner or not, what's the ideal age for you to be exploring, um, adding this on to your repertoire? That's a great question. And, and this, the, the, the real answer is, well, when do you plan on becoming sick or having an extended care event happen? And the answer is we don't know. Right. But what I will say on a serious note, um, long-term care is an underwritten product. It's medically underwritten. And also the costs are more affordable at a younger age. So mm-hmm. the reality is, if so if I, I'm thinking about, I usually look at people and I say, like, especially in your situation where you're working with clients, you're saying to them, when do you want to transition your business. Mm-hmm. I say, when are you looking to transition your business or retire? Because what we need to do there is we need to, we need to, we need to say, what do you want in place or paid for, if you will, by the time you retire? So you don't have that in your, in your disposable, coming out of your disposable income. Yeah. So I'll usually back into that number and I'll say, you know, you're in your fifties. That's great. Let's look at this because we can do a 15 pay. We can do a 10 pay. We can do a seven pay. We can match your payment of this. And oh, by the way, your business can pay for that. And depending on how you're set up, you can deduct a portion of that premium. Mm. So I always look at long-term care. The healthier you are, the lower the premium, the healthier and the younger. I definitely talk to people in their early 50s to late 50s. I actually talk to a lot of people in their early 60s because they haven't really talked about it before. Mm-hmm. But we we can we can put a policy in place all the way through age 75. But mm-hmm. the reality is... From yeah. a premium perspective and a real planning perspective, it's great. It's great to get started in your 50s. For sure. Definitely. So when you say 15 pay, 10 pay, 7 pay, what does that mean? Oh, great question. Sorry. That's I use right. my little jargon once in a while. I um, can so, figure it well yeah. I, yeah, for everyone but, else. That, but, you yeah. know, when you think about it this way, um, you have a decision how long you want to pay for your long-term care. Now, in the old days, the only mm-hmm. choice you had is you paid as you went. So you paid every year, annually, and you paid forever. There might have been a single premium option where you paid once and you were done. Mm-hmm. But now they've got great options for folks to pay for as little as seven years. They could pay their premiums and they're completely paid up. They could pay as little as 10 years, 15 years. That's why at Versatile, we offer an array of companies because every carrier has mm-hmm. a different niche, I guess I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And that's where we really can customize this plan to not only fit when you're planning on retiring so that you are have a paid up policy at that point, but also what features are important to you, which we'll talk about a little later, I'm sure. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, so 15107 means that those are the terms in which you would pay off the policy, which means that if I needed it for a short period of time, I could turn it on, turn it off, but it still lives. So how does that differ from, say, for instance, a an insur- a life insurance policy that carries a cash value. Is it you can use it up or not, or how does that work? Perfect question. So um, the way it works with a long-term care policy is when you pay your premium for that, mm-hmm. and most of the policies that I work with right now are actually a life insurance vehicle. Okay. We call it a hybrid contract because it. it's truly a life insurance vehicle or an annuity. There are annuities also. And then what we do is we attach a long-term care rider to it. So if you think of it this way, you pay your premiums just like life insurance. You pay your premiums and now you not only have a death benefit in the event that you die or you decease, it passes along. But now you also, in life insurance, you might have a cash value and Mm -hmm. our products will have that as well. Okay. But then we add a third component and that is a long-term care rider. Mm. And so what that means is then that bucket, they have a bucket of money, if you will, for long-term care needs. Mm. And usually those are distributed in a monthly payment to the client 
either reimbursed to them based on their, their costs for long-term care, or it's a check in the form of just cash that they get and they can use however they would like. Mm. Typically, it comes out monthly. You have a bucket of money worth mm-hmm. so much. Let's say you have a half a million dollars in your bucket. That half a million dollar is there then to protect on a monthly basis the cost of long-term care. And that money will last as long as that bucket lasts. It doesn't matter if you turn it on, turn it off. Mm. Think of it like a bank account. You're pulling out a distribution. Mm -hmm. We turn it off. What's ever left is left Mm -hmm. and will, by the way, grow if you have an inflation uh, piece to it because we can add that as well. Sure. Well, like you said, you have lots of different products, right? Mm -hmm. So depending upon the needs of the client and what they can afford. Right how old they are, mm-hmm. right? Everything like that would uh, factor in. So this might be a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because mm-hmm. I don't know. If you have a good, solid life insurance policy, is it possible to convert that mm-hmm. and add a long-term care rider to it, or do you just got to start with a brand new um, security instrument? That's a real great question, and that's not stupid at all because it's brilliant because what we normally do is we look at a client, and when we do a portfolio review, Mm -hmm. we'll look at if they have a a life insurance vehicle that has some cash value Mm. because now most of the time as people are trending toward retirement, the life insurance becomes a little bit less less important, but they need it. Mm -hmm. But what we say now is let's transition you into a policy that has long-term care. So let's say you have a cash value of $50,000 as an example. We literally can move that. We 1035 exchange is the term we use. That's the tax oh, term we use. Is we 1035 it. exchange that money over to the other company or the other product that has now a long-term care rider. Okay. Sometimes that single premium amount will be enough to just simply move over to a new product and create a long-term care pool of money for a client. Mm. If it's not, the client will have the option then to add the remaining money they need. And again, that's all based on when we sit down, we look at how much of a bucket of money for long-term care would you like, in other words, to protect the rest of your assets. We'll say that's that'll cost you X. And mm-hmm. if you have a life insurance policy, we'll move that first, in many cases, if it makes sense. And then we'll add whatever dollars they need to, to, to make that a whole policy with the, the entire single premium. So you can do it a couple ways. Okay. And then for our business owner listeners, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that this is a tax deductible benefit that they could, right? So let's talk about the benefits of long-term care, especially for the business owners out there. Great. So in a business situation, now it depends on a couple of things. It There is a deductibility portion. Uh, two things to think about there is how are you set up as a business? Mm-hmm. So we look, the tax laws look at if you're a C-corp, mm-hmm. the premium you pay for long-term care. So it's the long-term care premium. And by the way, in those life insurance policies, those are split. So you'll your premium will be split. The part that pays long-term care for Got the it. rider, sure. that's the deductible part because that's considered a medical expense. Mm. So when you think about it that way, if you're if you're a C Corp, the C Corp can deduct that entire premium. Even if it's a single premium, they can deduct the entire thing. If you are set up as an S-Corp, LLC, self-employed, anything under that uh, tax stat- status, mm-hmm. there is a deductibility, but it's based on your age, and it depends on as, as you get older, you get a higher deductible. 
Um, there aren't limitations like some medical expenses for business owners. You have to exceed, you know, seven and a half percent of your adjusted gross income for medical ex- unreimbursed medical. That doesn't come into play when you're under the guise of an of a S corp or LLC. But you do have limitations based on age. And we have mm-hmm. a tax guide. I have a full tax guide that we mm-hmm. can get to folks if they're interested in that. But the beauty of it is, not only can the business owner they can buy their own plan through their business. They can also buy their spouse's plan. And they could even give, you know, they could even, um, if they wanted to buy a key person, as an example, mm-hmm. buy their policies and those riders or those long-term care pieces of that are deductible to them. So let's, uh, I'm thinking that when you talk about the de- deductibility, you're talking about the federal level, right? Mm-hmm. But right. then there's the state level. Right. And I think that right. there are some states, I know Minnesota does, mm-hmm. have some specific benefits, advantages of of buying long-term care insurance if you're a business owner because what they're trying to do is keep people out of nursing homes and off right. off the state dole, Absolutely. right? And Absolutely. not having to take care of them as they get older. So they're, they're giving you perks for taking out this kind of insurance. Maybe could you speak on that for a little bit? Yeah. So in Minnesota, they actually do. I don't know the exact dollar amount for this year because mm-hmm. it does change, but there is an above the line deduction for that as well. And that's on a personal level and a business level. So if you're let, for example, you're listening and you're not a business owner. You don't have to be for that Minnesota um, for that Minnesota benefit to to kick in. Super. And the other thing I'll mention: there's other states that will. There are there are many states that have gone to to uh, to the same thing because what's happening is if you go to the state level, so many like eighty percent of the budgets are are being paid out for long term care things, whether it's just whether mm. it's Medicaid or or, yeah. or or nursing home or 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 Medicare. But so much of their budgets are. So anything they can do to in, in, encourage folks to buy personal insurance, mm-hmm. the states are doing at, 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 in every state pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. become a real problem for the states. Well, it's good to know, so. good to pay attention to, right? Absolutely. Um, so we talked a little bit earlier about benefits. Of course, obviously having tax deductions and things like that are benefits. But what are some of the other benefits of having long-term care mm-hmm. insurance? Probably most importantly, when I like to think about it, you know, most folks will say, you know, well, if this happens to me, I'll just have my daughter take care of me or I'll just have, mm-hmm. you know, they've got all these plans. Um, what I think of long-term care is choice. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a situation that happens and now you know you've got to come up with, think of it from a financial perspective, first of all. If now all of a sudden you're put into a nursing home because you have to be there for a period of time, mm-hmm. those costs are well into the nine and $10,000. And like I said, I've personally, my, my father-in-law was personally $20,000 a month. Wow. And the reality of that is, where is that going to come from? What investment? Is that going to eat into your business um, where does it? Where do the dollars come from? Right. With a long-term care policy in place, you know the first place you're going to go to get those dollars that you might need. So you have a choice because you don't have to scramble. You've got the plan in place. It's there. The other thing I like to point out is most plans that I work, well, all the plans that I work with have very good care coordination within the plan. So literally you call the company and they help you as the family to negotiate and navigate you know, the care for the, for the, your loved one who's needing it. Mm. That's a huge piece. I mean, when you think about it, you can call an eight, you know, you're going to call an 800 number in most cases, in some companies, they assign you a true individual person that takes on your claim and helps you that family navigate all of that. Mm. Because, you know, you're Mm -hmm. already in an urgent situation when something happens like that and your emotions are so high. And to think about 
who do I reach out to first? I don't think, you know, most people, if I wasn't in the business, I wouldn't know where to reach out first. So if you're, if you've got your claims, you know, number Mm -hmm. to call with the carrier, they'll help you negotiate or navigate, I should say all of those things. And it would seem to me too, that if you've got these people who are patient advocates, that they would be trained to be able to help you navigate all of the other um, organizations that are a part of the mix, right? Definitely. The the people that at the hospital, you know, because they've got patient advocates mm-hmm. there, they have social workers helping with, you know, rehabilitation, mm-hmm. whatever those things, you know, whatever the needs are that the person has. I'm kind of speaking a little bit from my own personal experience yep. as well. And, and navigating all of that yourself uh, when you have a life and you're, you know, running a business, raising kids, whatever you're doing, it could be really, really daunting. Definitely. Um, you know, like you said, not knowing, you know, who's in charge and how to go about the process. You know, the, the big thing there, too, is that they'll even help with power of attorneys, because in most mm. cases, you're going to get into that where you need a power yes. of attorney to be able to speak on their behalf. Yes. Those, the companies know all of the paperwork and they mm-hmm. know what the, they can tell the family exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. So I guess peace of mind. So choice, peace of mind. Those are not other things, because the, mm-hmm. with that plan in place, there's a team behind you to help you navigate those waters. Well, in that whole conversation around power of attorney, we could probably make an episode out of, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but we won't exactly. today. But exactly. the, the importance of, of having that in place is essential. Um, so let's talk about how I know, if, if I'm an owner and I know that I really want to acquire some long-term care insurance or add it on to existing policies that I currently have, how do I know what kind of coverage to get? How do I know what's best for me? Great question. So I think the biggest thing you, I think you should involve somebody, you know, like what I do when I sit down with clients is Mm. I really talk to them about what their goals are. You know, one of the things we talk about, what do you want your legacy to look like? So do you want, you know, some people say, you know what, I'm going to live in the assisted living. I've already got it picked out. I know exactly where I want to go. It's a beautiful place. And, but you know what, their family doesn't know that. (laughs) <laughs> so part of this is about the have you had this conversation with right. your family about what their 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 plans are mm-hmm. but I look at you know I start with you know if you had a, something happen to you would you want to be in your home or would you want to be in another facility whether it be an assisted living there's these really great care continuum facilities now where they start when you're healthy and then you're there all the way through um, so mm. where, where do you want to be when this all happens? Then the next thing I talk about is, do you want to, that it to just be reimbursed? So the company works directly with the facility and you're just, re- it just reimburses them. Or would you rather decide you get a cash, a check and you decide who gets paid for this? Because you might have someone, you know, in your family that would come in and help care for you. Mm-hmm. You might need the lawn mode. You stay in your home. You might need the show, you know, the snow shovel. So I talk to them about where, how do you want that picture to look? And mm-hmm. then once I know that, then I will navigate what policy will do that for them. Mm-hmm. So you need to talk to somebody who knows a little bit about the long-term care arena so you can get the right policy in their hands. Right. In other words, talk to you. <laughs> talk to me. Exactly. <laughs> that kind of brings me to my next question, Ruth. How is the, What's the best way for people to reach? you? Well, you can reach me a few ways. You could either reach me with, um, I am Ruth Fay, which is an easy name. F as in Frank, A-Y is my last name. And then I'm on LinkedIn and you can message me there. You can also okay. reach me. Uh, my number is 651-335-0963. Okay. Or reach me at Versatile Insurance at Ruth at V-I-S-I-N-S dot com. 
Excellent. Well, we will have this in the show notes too, so that people can get a hold of you and ask their questions and get rolling on their own long-term care policy as That's soon as fabulous. possible. Yeah. Fantastic. And um, before we uh, wrap up the show, um, are there a couple things that you could recommend to our listeners that they could do right away? So what I would say is if you don't have a plan or if your family doesn't know what you want, if something should happen, especially if you're a business owner, it's really Mm -hmm. important that if something should happen to you, what is the plan? And it may not be insurance because we talk about that. Sometimes you, you know, they may be able to self-insure and that might make sense. But the reality is we still need a plan. So that's one thing. And then really understanding the costs because, you know, when you go in, they'll list out a certain cost, but what from my personal experience, I know mm-hmm. it's much more expensive than you think it is. And even if you have home care, um, we got to a point again with my father-in-law where it was 24 hours a day home care, which is why we made wow. the transition to assisted living because sure. you know at twenty thousand dollars a month, I don't know a lot of businesses mm-hmm. or a lot of um, personal um, assets that can withstand that for very long. So right. just know those things, get a plan put in place, and, and again, working with you, Julie, that's just a part of that whole succession conversation. Is is do we have something like that in place in the event that something happens? Right. So it's, it's a really important conversation. Totally. Yeah, so. like all all part of that contingency planning, like yep. you were talking about. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I sure appreciate your wisdom, and we'll have to have you back again because there's so much to talk about. Thank Ruth. you. It was yeah. wonderful. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Julie. You're welcome. For our listeners, you can find this and all of our previous episodes on the Poised for Exit website at poisedforexit.com, where you can also order a copy of my book, Poised for Exit, on Amazon. Please do share this program with your business owner friends and colleagues. We really appreciate your following and subscribing and joining us on the show. Hope you can join us again next time.